You are listening to your auntie's favorite DJ, DJ Treaty What is going on? It's DJ Treacy Treese and welcome back to What The Pod. You are now in episode nine. Welcome back. For those of you that are new, What The Pod is a podcast where basically I just recommend a new podcast for you to listen to every single week. This week, we've got an awesome guest that I broke the rule with because I definitely tell y'all I don't know these people and we only spent 10 minutes together. But during our first intro call, it lasted like an hour. So now this is my homie. Help me welcome Anna Deshawn from E3 Radio. What's going on? Hey, homie, what's going on? Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you. I was trying to like build that up for us. We were having all this tech, you know, issue in the back. <laughs> I you felt the build up. I felt the energy. Oh. I'm here for it. Yes, yes. So welcome to the show. Thank and you. uh tell us a little bit about your uh, podcast. Yeah, so well, I got a podcast called Anna's Got a Word. It started because, you know, I'm a PK and everybody be like, you always got something to say. So it kind of evolved into Anna's Got a Word so folks can check that out. Uh, but I got an online radio station. So I'm like adjacent <laughs> uh, yes. to the podcast land. You know, I'm all for audio streaming. And so we stream queer and independent music in high rotation 24-7, 365 from our website, e3radio.fm. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about how you got started with the radio station. First of all, I think it's dope that you just you have a podcast and you also do something else that's like really all heavy media. So yeah. much respect there. Um, but tell us how you got started. Well, the E and the three came from undergrad. Actually, I spent I spent my time at Drake in Des Moines, Iowa, and I'm from Chicago, y'all. So you already know that was culture shock. Okay, so we can start there. Uh, and then in undergrad, I ran for office. I ran for student activities board president. And I ran on this platform for three E's. It was educate, enlighten, and empower, like student body, et cetera, et cetera. It was really cool. I got into a runoff. I lost in the runoff. It was real close, though, y'all. It was like real close. And during that time in undergrad, I was learning about all these powerful women that I had never learned about before. I was studying radio, TV production, and I was thinking, how can I get the word out about all these amazing black women, you know, uh, that I did not and had not learned about previously. And so I thought, oh, I can do some PSAs. I can syndicate them to college radio stations. It would be great. That did not work. OK, uh, <laughs> so I decided in November 2009 that I would then just start my own show and play my own freaking commercials and then I can do whatever I want. And that is where I started. I started with the Anna Deshaun show. And so. Just been interviewing. I started with black, queer folks that I wanted to center. And so been interviewing folks, gosh, for over a decade. It's been a passion project. And then a couple of months ago, I decided to quit my job because that happened. Come on. Leap of faith. Yes. Come on. That happened because COVID happened and I had to reevaluate my time, where I wanted to spend my energy, what I want to do with the rest of my life. And um I know that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I know it's what I'm called to do is radio. I feel like media can affect change and, and be a positive force when used for good. And I just want to do that huh, all That's the dope. time. 
<laughs> so awesome that you say your calling and your passion is radio because we're now in a place where the radio has to evolve. And I heard you say that you can yeah. stream, you know, your your radio station on a website. Tell us a little bit about how you continue to do radio and to stay relevant in a digital age. Yeah, it's hard. Everybody be like, so Anna, where can I listen to after? I'm like, it's radio. Like, you do you listen? Okay, I'm in Chicago, y'all. Like, do you listen to GCI? on demand afterwards like you either catch the morning show or you miss the morning show so you know that's where my head is sometimes because i can be a little bit of a traditionalist in that way but i i think it's important to recognize that podcasting is the evolution of what radio has been and still respecting both crafts and both arts for how awesome they both are in their own ways so the show after I run it live, I put it on SoundCloud, you know what I'm saying, for people to enjoy it. The radio station is on all the time. We've got playlists on Spotify that people can um, check out. We're trying to create a space where we are centering Black, Brown, and QTPOC folks and creatives and artists. So we have a trans, you know what I'm saying, focus playlist. We've got a queer artist focus playlist, people of color focus playlist, and Really just trying to introduce folks to artists that they haven't heard about before. Because yeah. there's a lot of good music out here, you know? Yeah, that's dope. Hey, because I'm I'm one of those people that now I'm I have to get back. And I know it sounds crazy, I'm a DJ, but you know, I play the same, you know how you play you get into the groove of your same stuff. You know, I'm your auntie's yeah. favorite DJ, so I'm playing <laughs> either booty music or Mary J. Blige. It really hey. ain't, it, it ain't no difference in what I'm doing there. But you know, I do have to find new artists. Um, even inside of hip hop, I'm challenging myself to actually like some of the new artists that's out, even though mumble rap is not my thing. That part. Um, but, and I, let's be clear. I have a team of folks who continue to introduce me to new music. And I, I love, like, let's be clear. If anybody gets in my car on any given day, it's going to be gospel music. Okay. It okay. Could, it, I mean, okay. that's just. Okay. So that's your favorite music genre? Uh, 150%. Like it could be a range from. Hezekiah to Jonathan McReynolds, uh, you know, Kirk is always in rotation. I mean, I just gospel music is just what I grew up on. So I'm I'm listening to that anytime. But this <laughs> but R and B and soul, hip hop, I mean, that's where it also started for me. And there's artists like Shay Diamond, who is a black trans woman who is doing her thing. Her music is so good. She's got this track called American Pie. And don't shoot that we've been playing in high rotation. It just hits in a different way. Uh, I love it. Duran Bernard, right? Um, he's you probably seen him on BET. He used to sing. Mm -hmm. He sings backup right for Erica Badu. Freaking <laughs> amazing. He's hilarious too. You should just check out his his IG. You know, there's there's a lot of artists out here who are doing their thing, who are black and queer, brown and queer, or even just black artists who just fly under the radar, who aren't mainstream, mainstream, right? But if you check out the YouTube, they got followers, they're doing their thing, they're signed to really great labels. Um, for example, Sam Henshaw, been enjoying his music. He got a track called Church, which makes sense because I do like church. But yeah, you like yeah. church. <laughs> the track, like target market me. Yeah, I mean, he, he definitely did. But it's uh, it's a really good music, and it gets you going in the morning. Princess Nokia, for example, is another artist I've been really enjoying. We play in high rotation. So this is a lot of good stuff out here, and most people don't know where to find it. Uh huh. Um, you know, so you got to find a balance. And that's what we always try to do. We try to find a balance between what people like to hear, what they're used to hearing. You know, I mean, Cardi B is always going to be in rotation. 
Yeah. But we can mix yeah. Cardi B with someone you don't know. And you'd be like, oh, I should go check them out. And they need that type of exposure on a platform where that, where that can happen. Yeah, and that's awesome that you're curating this on a constant basis too. So it's like, hey, we yeah. can throw some some local artists in there as well. Do you have a local focus with like some Chicago artists, or do you, is it more regional based? Like, what can people really look forward to hearing um, when they listen to E3? Yeah, we got Chicago's finest. So we've got a couple of times throughout the day, every single day, where we just play Chicago artists, um, Saba Pivot, Jamila Woods, No Name, like that are only Chicago artists. Then we have a whole time um, during the day where it's the queer blackout, where we're only playing queer artists. But what you can expect is that it all feels like R&B, hip hop, soul vibes. <laughs> got you, got yeah. you. That's the continued vibe just through different communities. That's right. That's we were just talking about this. So, okay, so you, we, we listen on the website. Is there another place that we can listen? Yeah, so today you listen on the website. So e3radio.fm. But the team and I, we've been working on this app for two years and I'm crazy excited about it. And we're about to do this huge fundraising campaign starting in June, uh, June 1st to finish the app development and design. But the whole idea is that we need to make it easier for people to listen. Uh, yeah. And people stream audio from apps, period. And so we're gonna develop an app, it's gonna be called The Cube, so Q-U-B-E. And come on, come on you know, E3, the brand, Q, man, I know. you know what I'm saying? You gotta keep it in alignment. <laughs> um, and we're curating music and podcasts by black folks, brown folks, and QTPOC folks all in one place. We wanna create this amazing hub where people can find new music and check out our playlists and support artists that look like them, sound like them, and music that they enjoy that they would have otherwise probably not found. Exactly. So for all of y'all that's listening out there and are interested in, you know, investing and helping a movement like this, you heard the uh, fundraising campaign is going to start in June. Hey. So definitely click them links down in that bio and follow them on social. So, you know, we got a set. You know what I'm saying? Shameless plug. Hey, just a little shameless. It's a it's been a labor of love, but so needed. Cause I after two years, you know, you would think that maybe someone has created it already, someone's done it, but no one has made the investment. Um, yep. no one's investing in black podcasters, brown podcasters, queer podcasters out here. And so we figured we can create an app, invest in them. Um, there's gonna be options to tip those creators inside yep. the app some options um for those creatives to, to opt into our ad revenue sharing program like we want to put money in the pockets of creators because they're not making money you know <laughs> everybody just yeah. doing it out of a passion unless you picked up by a network or you're you know on some major you know distribution type of situation yeah. so i think all of them deserve to get a little kickback so yeah and definitely advertisers are looking to target this audience anyway um, mm -hmm. So it's interesting to me that nobody's invested the time or the resources to shine a light onto this audience because it's so it's a really lucrative, you know, subset of, uh, of the population. I mean, okay. gay people spend money on uh, on extravagant outfits, extravagant <laughs> experience. Every I just was thinking about how extravagant we have gotten out here in these streets just as a baseline. Child. You know Black people spend money, okay? Brown people spend money, queer people. They, we all spend money. And no we one is taking the energy to find out how to reach these folks. Um, they're going through these huge marketing agencies or advertising agencies, and it's like this trickle-down effect. I'm like, y'all, you got to go where people at. And so yeah. we want to create a hub where people can find who they're looking for um, in one place. Yeah, that's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. So 
So how has it been transitioning, you know, out of COVID, out of your job and doing all of this right now and going full force into your radio station? How is that working for you? Gee, I cried yesterday. Okay. That's <laughs> how it's going. <laughs> Real talk. Oh, it is, um, it's been awesome. It's been amazing. It's been a freedom that I have dreamt about for a really long time, but it's also stressful and lonely mm -hmm. at times. And you know, you fill your head up with all these other thoughts and you got to get back to your mindfulness exercises and remember where you started and remember where, you know, what you've been called to do. So it's everything. <laughs> it is all yeah. of that in one. Um, this fundraising campaign, I've never raised money for myself before. I've never asked anybody for money um, in this way. You know, if anything, I've just always given back. So I've, you know, I'm currently board president of Affinity Community Services, which is a organization here in Chicago serving black LGBTQ folks, particularly black queer women. And so I've been fundraising for them for years. Like it's easy <laughs> for me to be like, yo, stop that Starbucks and get at, you know, $20 a yeah. month to affinity. You know, I've done that for a long time, but never for myself. And so getting over that fear, getting over that anxiety and all of that, and just leading from a place of passion and, you know, just determination and tapping back into that, my my sister friend, I mean, she just spoke so much life into me yesterday, like legit cried, okay? And then um, you bounce back. And so that's how it's been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I always, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur since I was a teenager as well. So yeah. that up and down, people don't, people don't know, you know, it's really emotionally taxing to be like, yo, I just had a thousand dollar sale. And then a week pass and you like, that. that's it? That I ain't heard nothing else. Crickets. When is the next one coming? <laughs> you know what I mean? So exactly. Um, I'm I'm over a decade in, so um I go in and out of the job, you know, market depending on what I'm trying to develop at the time. But I've just come to accept the highs and the lows. I'm like, hey, you gonna be busy, but you should just appreciate the downtime because once it come, you know, you're gonna be wanting to tap into that. Yeah, because I can I think you're going to be pretty busy this summer. It sounds like with the fundraising campaign and getting everything going. This is my daily prayer. OK, that I <laughs> remain busy. I, I'm doing my best to be in alignment with folks. It was so dope meeting you, right? Reaching out to you and just feeling like, oh, man, this is an alignment. Like this is what I should be spending my time doing, talking to people who are passionate about the same things I'm passionate about are, you know, in places in their life that I'm looking to be, you know, and meeting people where they're at. And that part of this journey has been amazing. I've been able to talk to people, you know, at noon, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, and that's you not know? possible. Exactly. Yeah. That wasn't possible before. So. Yeah, that, that is totally what's up. And I can't wait to be a part of it. Like uh, we were talking about, I'm going to be in, I'm going to be on the cube. Hey, look you. Um, because I'm uh, when we when we first talked, you know, I'm really looking to grow my audience in a different way and invest my time in podcasting and be serious 100% about this. And you know, I'm working on my audience and doing all these different things. And it was so cool to meet somebody who's like, "Hey, I'm building a platform for you to be able to do that and for other people to be able to, you know, enjoy yeah. your content." And um. I've had some LGBTQ people on the show. It's just, it's just feels so good to, to have that shared amount of resource. And you from Chicago. So, you hey. know, anytime I'm home, we can go get some pizza puffs and some gyros, you know, <laughs> I'm uh, here for that. Actually, I'm trying to make my way to LA. Okay. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. And now uh, the food here, all of it is, I mean, 
I haven't met one restaurant where it was like the food is gross. Even the like bar food, the carts on the streets, man, everything. All of it's good. Yeah. All right. I'm here for that. All of it. Okay. So um, out of all of your years of doing the radio um, station, what has been the most rewarding part for you? What keeps bringing you back? People. Right. So many years ago, I went to this, um, this sisterhood retreat. And it was right in the beginning of me starting the radio station and doing my own show and trying to figure everything out. And um, the sister leading the whole retreat, she part of the exercises was determining what our definition of success was. Now, gee, <laughs> everybody got their own definition of success, whether it's how much money you put in your pocket, you know, how many people you're reaching. At that time, my determinative of success was how much money was going in my pocket. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty um, much always mine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was during that retreat when I realized and really talking through it, like money ain't really the determinant of how I want to consider my success because that's dependent on somebody else. Like I yeah. want to really build something that's sustainable, that touches people and that means something to people and means something to the community. Like I always want to do right by my community and by my people. And so I think some of the most beneficial and like rewarding things in this journey has been people telling me that they tuned in and they felt seen or they felt centered or we interviewed somebody that they needed to hear from or who shared a resource mm -hmm. that they went and were able to utilize that really helped and, and changed and impacted their life in some type of way. And that's happened more than I could have ever imagined in doing the show over the years. And that has kept me going. People yeah. uh, telling me that what I'm doing has actually been meaningful to them. That's what's up. That's what's up. And to feel yeah. that amount of validation is probably, in, even when you want to cry, it's like, I got to keep it, I got to keep it going. It's, it's what keeps me going. I tell you no lies. People, when they tell me, and I don't think I've seen anybody do what you're doing. Not like this. Uh, and then even after 10 or 11 years, I'm still shocked. That no one is caring to market to our people. <laughs> like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, when I first, seriously, I mean, I was in corporate America for over a decade, right? And I was certain that by the time I decided to do this full time, that somebody would have taken the idea, run with it. There's plenty of queer celebrities with enough capital and enough bank to have and done network. something like that. Already built network. Seriously. And still, no one has done it. And it baffles my mind because we've seen it done in the past. We've seen the BET. They thought he was crazy, right? That was yeah. that was nuts, right? To to cater just to black people, or even Radio One, which is now you know Urban One with Kathy Hughes yeah. and what she's built. She did it. Like I used to work for Radio One, and it was it. that was an awesome experience. I just stopped working for Radio One in February, and it was by far my favorite job. They just go. working for a black organization is different. You know what I mean? It like, hit different. We 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 Juneteenth. We was off. You know. <laughs> It just hit different. It's just, it hit different. You gotta explain. You know them no. riots and all that stuff was happening. They sent us emails and was like, "Listen, don't mm -hmm. even log in today. It's a lot." Yeah, I mean that that's a different to to be represented like that, and then to be able to be doing like business with the radio, the jocks is why I did it. You know, the yeah. personalities is dope. The brands you want to get them to work with the jocks to show them that you know you can use your influence. So I love the whole yeah. business of radio. 
Me too. I think it's one of the most authentic forms of media for a number of reasons. One, the main reason is in most cases, you can't see the person. So it is truly about what they're reporting on, not what you're looking at. And in the beginning, when I was an undergrad, that's really how I fell in love with radio because I wanted to do ESPN. I wanted to be the next Robin Roberts doing play-by-play announcing. Like that's what I was doing all in undergrad, doing the basketball games. I even did a football game and I knew that's not what I wanted to do. Okay. That yeah. was that was way too long. I could not talk about another Anymore, quarter. But I can't be I could, commentating at all. Like not if I gotta <laughs> be like first quarter uh, fifty five. No, nah, I'm missing everything, G. <laughs> Especially if I got my glasses on. I ain't put my contacts in. Uh-uh, it's no go. You no go. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. But I was like, y'all trying to put makeup on me and make me look a certain way and how speak on it. Oh, speak and on the it. perceptions of what they think we supposed to be looking. I was like, this is not for me. And and media has shown that that ain't what's trending. OK, you can't tell me to anyone outside of ESPN. That's a that's a woman who is masculine, a center that is on television right now on mainstream yeah. television. It just does not exist. And I got an opportunity to work at a radio station and turn on Tom Joyner in the morning. And I was like, oh, people were calling in and said, hey, it's great to hear you in this morning. And I was like, you telling me I can sit here in my pajamas and talk to thousands of people. Yep. And and still get my message across and not have to be seen or have to fit into anybody's standards of what they think I should be looking like. Oh, I'm here for this. I'm here for this. Oh, that's the best part for me, too. Now that I'm DJing on the Internet, girl, it's going to (laughs) be... Ooh, it's gonna be hard to get me back at them events. Girl, <laughs> busy is looking real slim because this is yeah. this is the life. I mean, we turn on the mics, even though you know you might have one or two tech issues, but we yeah. met and we we from Chicago. Yeah. We didn't never meet in Chicago. No, we met on the internet. On the internet, okay. <laughs> and this is what I've known about the internet for such a long time: the power to reach anybody in the whole world while you sit in your one location. Like yeah. there's nothing more powerful than that. We just had a station here in Chicago, 91.5, actually switch from being on FM to going online only. She was like, yeah. it's a black owned a woman station. And she was like, why am I spending money on this? Why am I trying to mess around with the FCC? Why am I going through these hoops to try to fit their mold? And I can just go online and reach just as many, if yeah, not more you can people. Say what you want to say. You can say what you want to say. If you're online, you can open it up to uh, online betting if you want to do CBD. I mean, just the amount of advertisers, because I also think about that part that part mm-hmm. of it. Um, as I'm building my, my podcast now to, to be monetized at some point, it's like, yeah. this is the best. I got it on every logo on the bottom of the screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can say what I want to say there. I That's can say right. whatever I want to say. It can be mature audiences only. It can be the experience that I wanted to be. And that's never been a thing. That's right. Joe Budden is out here. I mean, I subscribe to him on Patreon <laughs> and I had never listened to another fucking podcast of Joe Budden. And I want to say this because I, I advocate for, for him. I okay. actually like him now. Really? I only listen to his Patreon stuff and it's the okay. behind the scenes, unedited, you know, cause I wanted to see, I'm going to give him $25 a month to see how he has built this podcast into that mm. business that it is. Yeah. And he's showing the backstory. He got the documentary, all of that. And I'm honestly a fan now. 
it wow. really blows my mind. I don't never <laughs> listen to the podcast because the podcast is mad long. Gee, like I'm not listening for three hours. It's just right. not. I don't have three continuous hours to give to Joe Budden, his fans, or none pop culture. None of that. Right. Like at most the ebook that long, <laughs> but his little one hour, you know, pre pod talks. I can digest that. So he gave me an option and I'm literally paying for less content. How about that? Ain't that something? Ain't I was crazy. Just, it's crazy. I was just on a collective call with some queer podcasters uh, on Sunday and they were talking about the Patreon content that they're putting out there and how they're doing like what you said, shorter form, but exclusive behind the scenes content, what they're creating. Um, and it's really been working for them. And clearly it's working for Joe Button because they got you, Trace. He got me. <laughs> and he's 25. And I just be like, I'm really paying this dude 25. And here's the thing. Wow. I also want to see how he's doing the Patreon thing because it, for a long time coming, creatives have been needing to band together and do a better job of bargaining on their own behalf, you know? Yes. And that's yes. why I respect Joe Button is because he's willing to say, I'm not taking no deal. That Patreon deal ain't no deal. He's actually influencing the company. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, they're giving him some kind of compensation, but it's because he's a part of the leadership and a part of the plan at this point. Like that could, that's the most respectable move for me. So yeah. like I said, like him, him doing that made me a fan. Now you go make me go I'm telling you, go listen. He got them little backstage little things called Journey talking about how he was turning away the deals and how it became what it became and when he knew it was time to shift, you know? Mm. Um, but, you know, it's sponsored by Cash App. Like, I I'm interested in all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Let's be very clear of why I'm on this microphone. Sponsorship <laughs> is why I'm here. Okay? That's right. I got hella I stuff in my life that is like, like this. Hi, crunchy curls. <laughs> and my homie brought these from uh, Chicago, too, because they only sell these in L.A. This is a rarity. Here. That is. That's funny. Let's see Dang, what I got I over here. You send me some. Burt Bees. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty certain they're owned by Clorox. <laughs> Shut up. See, look at you. you like, yeah, no. Nah, yeah. And don't, Clorox is owned by somebody else, ain't it? Procter & Gamble. Procter & Gamble. It all goes back to the top. Five percent. So we should just go after them. Yeah. It's like why even mess with the brands? Just be like, all right, what can I sell? A lighter? I'm good with that. <laughs> Next controller. Be grateful for twenty. The lighter would have been perfect. See? Yeah. Yeah. Also, <laughs> okay. So, so what? Tell me, tell me what on your 2021 plan is like the number one thing other than the app. Mm. Um, whether it be content based or it be like an, another thing that you're going to add to the station, what are you looking forward to here? We had three main goals this year. I always do a like a town hall with the team at the beginning of the year where we outline what our goals are and what we're looking to achieve. And there's three things we're working on: listener acquisition, the cube, and a sales pipeline. Because for ten years this was a passion project and. Last year was the first year we really started going after sponsors and advertisers and the money piece of things as it really began to feel like I was ready for that, that transition. And so if I had to choose one thing, it's really just letting as many people know that E3 Radio exists as humanly possible. I'm trying to tell the world that this exists and that we're a platform that is centering who we're centering. Um, 
and the up listenership by at least five percent. That's my goal. That's, That's probably goal. my next main goal. Yeah, that was very detailed. Most people, you like, what's your goal? And they like, uh, maybe like. You were like, oh, I no. have three thrusts that I am working on. This is where I'm going. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. It's so funny. My friends be like, Anna, you set a goal, and then you just go after. It. I have to have something I'm working towards. And I don't know if that's just like the af former athlete in me. Like, what are we going for? We, we trying to win a championship. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we got to work hard. What we got to do to get where we're trying to go. And it's just in me. I don't know if it's the Virgo in me, but I have to have something that I'm looking to attain. Y'all see my board back here. I'm forever writing up there and making sure we're on, on pace and thinking things out of my head, you know, taking it out of my head and onto something. Um, but it's just really important because you can get very lost mm -hmm. um, out here doing your thing. You can get really caught up in what other people are doing. Social media will suck you in and yep. make you think that what you drown doing, you. Okay. You leave. <laughs> you came in feeling happy, leave feeling deprecated. Like, oh, like I'm not doing enough. Like, you know, <laughs> so, um, focusing on yourself and your goals is just so key. Because that will help to reach whatever goal and, and get you wherever you're trying to go versus trying to compare yourself to what other people are doing. Like their journey is not your journey. Your journey is your own. Right. So, yeah. 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 That, that, that's what's up, man. This is just like all good vibes. And you got goals. You out here doing the radio. You know what you're doing. You know what your next biggest hurdle is. So at the end of the day, what where, where do you see E3 Radio where it's like? This is it. This is the moment where I know I've made it. Mm. When it's when I'm no longer involved, right? I'm trying to build a business. One of the most profound things I ever heard in all these business workshops I've ever gone to in my life was um, a business owner said, I don't want you to think about today. I want you to think about the end. Mm. What do you want your business to be in the end? Because yeah. that'll that'll determine what you choose to do today. And yeah. I, I left that like, mm. at the time, I did not know what I wanted it to be in the end. Um, but I'm very clear now that E3 Radio is bigger than me, that I want this in the end to be something where I'm not, I don't have to be involved, that other people are running this institution that is curating the dopest Black, Brown, and QT Pac artists, creators, podcasters, musicians, um, there's E3 TV, there's E3 radio, there's E3 media group, there's the cube, there's, it's bigger than me, that it lives on long past, you know, this physical body I got, that yeah. it becomes a place where people can turn to and a place that they trust for good content, good music, good podcasts. Yeah. And so in the end, that's what it looks like to me. That's what's up. Would, would yeah. you ever like get to selling it? And this is the entrepreneurship moment <laughs> for me. Yeah. Like, because I always think about business, right? It's like, dang, do I want to do this forever? And I do because I'm 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 in it for the love of the game, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. I can tell you love it as much as I love it. But mm -hmm. at what point is it like, let's go get a house in St. Croix? Gene. ASAP, okay. For um real? I mean, the house of St. Croix, the yes. selling of the business, not so much. So I, so and even like now I've had people say like, so are you looking for investors for the cube and, you know, things like that. And the answer right now is no, I want to nourish this thing and I want to see what it's going to happen, what it's going to become. And 
I'm not going to allow anybody else to put a value on what we're creating right now because that's not the value in which it it, <laughs> it will be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, I think there is, I've seen success in people selling their companies and then going and nurturing other businesses. So for other people. And so I'm really also passionate about allowing other people's dreams to come true. I love the idea of being able to have the finances to invest in somebody else. And that's the only benefit I could see of maybe one day selling this, you know, yeah. institution is only so that I can grow other people's dreams. Help other, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So other people's dreams come true. That's the only benefit I could see. Otherwise it's just going to always be mine. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in love with the process. That's why I'm like, yeah. even if I sell a business or be done with the idea, I know I'm going to come up with something else and be in love with building it from the ground up and getting people excited about it and yes. all of that, you know, I got so many ideas and it's been amazing since I quit my corporate job, the, the brain space that was opened up to me and like all of the creative ideas and dreams Things just have randomly been coming to me. And I'd be like, wife, what you think of that? It's like, I ain't never heard of that before. I was like, hmm, let's go ahead and get this LLC real quick. Why it's $150? And then uh, let's go get this domain name real quick. And let's just hold it for a minute. And then we're going to circle back to that. Okay. Yeah. And if not, then whatever. We only lost, what, $23 on GoDaddy? $150 We spent $150 at the Cheesecake Factory. Okay. Is, and so, I mean, and that's the difference, right? That's the difference in mindsets between people who are looking out to build business and to build wealth and not just trying to get a rich scheme or anything like that. Or, you know, I'm thinking like, let's go do some stuff that is going to make us legally binding here yeah. and protect us real quick. And then let's circle back to that idea. I learned that from, you know, some of my past bosses. I've worked at startups. Mm -hmm. And talking hustle. to them, they hustle. Yeah, these you were predestined guys, to come back to this though. Yeah, these white yeah. guys, they were hustlers. You know what I'm saying? They they sold three companies, okay? And they have so many domains. And I'm gonna tell this story. One is one of the owners, he passed away, and it was kind of sudden, it was extremely sad a few years ago. And the other owner, they were all really good friends. He was telling this story. Um at his services, just like, I bought this domain name because he told me to, and I don't even know what I'm supposed to do with it. You know, like they had- Oh my God, yeah, they got so many. <laughs> they, they had a laundry list of yeah. domains and ideas that they had that just, they hadn't just gotten around to yet, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's what I'm trying to be. You can it broker is. domains. You can just be like, all right, cool. I had the idea. I got the domain. Now I can sell it to you for 1500 and I Hello. bought it for eleven ninety nine. Hello, on the Black Friday sale. <laughs> that part, all the ways which you can make money out here that people don't know about, right? Yeah, and that's Go one. Daddy that's is one. Go Daddy is really big on that. Yeah, for sure, and especially if you can think of like awesome porn sites, if you can do that. <laughs> I mean, that you can make a killing because people will buy them domains if you they sure will. It's like no, I already thought of. That's right. They're like, Man. oh, that's the one I want. No, there's no other option. I didn't buy it from you. I'm telling you, man, I was on there one time just searching. I'm thinking, let me try this. Let me put an S in front of this. Let me do this. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure out nothing. But if you hit, if you can hit the jackpot, that's a jackpot. It is. We just yeah, dropped some gems on y'all. Right. 
Come on, get on GoDaddy and just buy some <laughs> domains that's worth something. It tell you how much they worth. Yeah, it do. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, all right, so before we go, give us the pitch. You know, um, if you are an advertiser, what would you tell an advertiser? What would you tell a potential listener? And um, just give us a little bit of why we should why we should eat three. Hey, well, why you should eat three? Man, there's so many reasons why you should eat three. I know, I know. But we reach black queer women between the ages of 25 and 44. This is a group of people who not only have buying power, but are loyal as hell. And they need to be catered to and centered. And that is not happening absolutely anywhere. And we're offering this space to them. And they tune in every single day. Come and on, every, day. every single month. Okay. <laughs> we got mad space and different opportunities for you, right? Because you can listen online. We've got our social media presence. And now, in just a few months, we're going to have an app presence as well. And so, the opportunity for growth of your own brand, the opportunity for your growth of your own music, um, there's no better place than to grow with us. That is what's up. Come on. Come, you better talk about that demographic <laughs> and how they got money. Hey, they, they, they got do. expendable income, okay? Aunties, that's what your auntie give you the best gifts all the time, right? Every rip. I love yeah, my auntie's on. baskets. There you go. You know they got bread. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much, Anna, for joining us Trace. and spending some time with us. I'm definitely going to be on the cube whenever hey. it drops. Let me know how we can be a part of it. If y'all want to come back on this show and um, do anything with that, I'm always down for that. You know, you can. Thank you so much, man. You've been so great. I mean, since the first time we talked, I mean, it's just been love the whole time. Um, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. And I can't wait to get you on the station, too, with, yes. your, with your mixes and all the good things that you do. I mean, you hella talented. So it's just good to be in the company of good people. Yes. And we are definitely going to keep it going. So we'll see yeah. you soon. Yes, please. Thank you. All right. All right, y'all. Definitely listen to E3 Radio. If you are in your car, don't look down. But just know that it's in the description below. If you are listening on any social media, please like, share, tag, tell your friends about it. This has been episode nine of What the Pod. Come back next week to see what podcast is up next. My name is DJ Treacy Treese, and I will see y'all soon.